Hey, it's Aidan here. Just before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about something new. It's called the Magician's Business Group. We've just opened up a Facebook group designed to help you guys as entertainers grow and improve your entertainment business. So if that is you, if you are an entertainer that wants help growing and improving your entertainment business, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you right there. Or if you're like me, have the Facebook app on your phone, open it up and search for the Magician's Business Group and you'll go straight there. Anyways, back to the episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the TSM podcast. Actually, this is a nice little midweek just the tip. And today we're answering the question or asking the question more importantly, should you niche? Should we niche? And to get really clear before we jump into the episode, what is niching? Niching, quite simply, picking a specific type of market and only doing those. For example, you might just want to be a wedding entertainer, a birthday, a children's birthday party entertainer. You might want to do corporate after dinner speaking talks and shows. If that's your kind of remit or, or approach, that's kind of an example of a niche. Now, should you do it? Actually, we're going to run through some pros and cons. First of all, um, let's say somebody has made the decision to niche. What what can we expect? What are some pros and, and some cons in that? Well, look, here's the things. The pros are, if you niche, you can start to develop packages which are really flipping great for this one type of event. You can be much more specific with the style of entertainment that you offer rather than just saying, hey... Yeah, I can do an hour of close-up magic and then potentially add on a show. You can actually give some tangible value for these specific events because you know them inside and out. So you can stack that up and you start to become a specialist in the area. You start to understand it a bit more and you are a more favorable option because your clients can just see everything like, ah, that's perfect. On the other hand of niching, well, it means that you're going to be saying no to a lot. You're going to be saying no to all of the other types of leads that are coming in. Maybe leads that don't fit what you offer or maybe leads that you don't want to do. Like they're just two examples. Well, this is it, isn't it? It's that whole concept of if you if you want to go narrow um, and pick, say, I just want to do weddings, for example, you set yourself out as a wedding specialist, you become instantly more favorable. When imagine a client comes to your website uh, and looks at some other websites, they say they're shopping around as clients do. They look and say, okay, this person does weddings, corporate events, parties. Okay, this other person does weddings, events, and corporate parties. I just need more weddings. Uh, oh, this other person does weddings, events, and corporate parties. At, in case you've not by the hint. Most people do weddings, events, and like uh, corporate every parties. Entertainer. Like every entertainer out there that's got that. But the few that actually put out there that they are a wedding entertainer, suddenly they're the most favourable option because they are. That's what they do. That's their bread and butter, if you like. And as a result, it means you can charge an absolute premium for it because you are that specialist. But again, as you said, the 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 con, the the negative of. Picking that niche, you say no to a lot of different types of gigs. And as a result, it can be quite tough. And the problem that a lot of entertainers that make this decision face is that they say yes, just on the side. And then another inquiry comes in and then that's outside of their niche. And suddenly they've actually unniched by niching and saying yes to one opportunity. It's like that domino effect. But let's flip the question. Should you niche? Okay, so there's some pros and cons of niching. But let's look on the other side. Let's say you don't niche. Pros and cons of that. Well, you don't niche, you've got more variety, you can start to do 
different styles of shows. You've got more eggs in different baskets, for example. Heck, I, I don't know where this example came from. I was going to say, maybe weddings dry up in your country. No one gets married that year. I doubt that'll ever happen, but this is just a hypothetical off the top of my head. Well, you've got all the other kids' birthdays. You've got all the Halloween shows. You've got all the other corporate events. You get the point there's more eggs in various different baskets. On top of that there, well... There's always going to be opportunities that come up, surely. Like, whenever you're talking to someone, you know that they're going to be at an event at some point and you can provide entertainment for it. That's really, really important. It's, it's, uh, it keeps the doors open. But then again, on the flip side of, let's say, you don't issue the problem with that is that, again, you become very generic. You become you look like every other entertainer, say, on your website, for example. If you do weddings, corporate and private events, you look like absolutely everybody else. It, it can also be uh, really hard to leverage your network when it comes down to booking new gigs. So what do we mean by that? Well, let's say you want to one of, see, one of our favourite approaches of actually getting gigs is just asking the people that we know if they, if they know anybody uh, that's having an, a, a specific type of event. And reason being is like you enlist these people as allies to be like your magnets to go and find the events themselves and then they'll put you in touch um especially if you follow some of the the processes that we that we like to use now the problem is is that if you are jack of all trades style approach and you've got loads of different events and you ask somebody do you know anybody that's having an event of any kind that needs entertainment it's really hard for them to think um I don't really know what you want here. I don't know what you want me to be looking for. Maybe yeah, I can keep a lookout. But if you say, do you know anybody getting married next year? I'm looking to take on some more wedding clients. Now it's really clear for them. They whittle down everybody that they know down to a few, like a small amount of people, specifically people getting married or attending weddings, etc. And then of that, they'll be able to uh, more easily and more readily and more quickly be able to cut through through the noise and get straight to the point so again pros and cons of that yeah and i think this is why a lot of entertainers out there find it favorable to niche like when we look at the vast majority of entertainers who actually start to look into magic mentalism entertainment as like a an actual business and how they want to make more money out of it they go hmm it makes more sense to niche because i can be very specific in my marketing very specific in any copy that i put out there can be very specific on my website i can be very specific when i'm talking and finding uh, opportunities via chatting with people and on top of that, you can build packages which are really great. And as a byproduct, you can charge a real premium for them. Like, that's why it seems like a really favorable option for a lot of people. But then the question comes in, what about you? Not specifically you, Aiden. <laughs> I sat there, but like, you right now listening to this. The question is, should you niche? Because you're not like the rest of the entertainers out there. Like, Everyone's doing their own individual things. Everyone in entertainment, they have different businesses set up in different ways to support the lifestyle that they want to live. And is niching going to be right for you? Well, the truth is, don't worry, we've got you covered. In fact, Adam, what should someone do? Is niching going to be right for the listener right now? Yes, if you have a good entertainment business in place already. You see, you can go and niche and, and do all of that stuff, which is great. But here's the thing. If you just jump straight to niching right now and you pick your niche and that's that, and you've not got an absolute back catalogue of social proof, you've not got a consistent entertainment business running, you don't know whether you can handle that niche, chances are it'll actually end up shooting yourself in the foot. 
But on the flip side, if you don't have all of that kind of stuff uh, in place, well, realistically, we, we, we like to put a number on it. Okay, uh, And the number that we like to use is about two grand, £2,000 or dollars or whatever that equivalent is in your currency um, anywhere across the world, because we have lots of listeners. Uh, but we, we, we estimate about 2000 Reason being, that's four gigs at a £500 mark, at the £500 or dollars or whatever. We use dollars because that's a nice easy one. But four gigs at $500 will take you up to the 2000 That's one gig a week. If you can book one gig a week, niche and you are actively doing that, making more than two grand a month in your entertainment business, niching is probably a good idea. But for the most part, a lot of entertainers aren't at that level. They're not actually at that point. They're just doing everything and burning out doing everything, which is also a good thing. <laughs> it's also a good thing because you're getting that proof of concept. So um, again, should you niche? Yes, if you're making more than about two grand a month. That's what we reckon and what our clients seem to be good at. Yeah. Niching is one of those things that is really important if you want to take your career further. Yes, you have to do it and you should, but there is a time and a place. The other thing as well, you've got to get used to doing events. You've got to find out what you like, what you don't like, because at the end of the day, if you're not performing, you can't just look online and say, well, I like the look of corporate events i like the sound of it if you've never done them before how do you know you don't want to spend hours and hours and hours developing acts and routines and ways of getting corporate events blah 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 blah. if you might just do them and they might just be the worst things in the world at the end of the day you've got to try what you like what you don't like it also comes down to that but yes if you are not up to that consistent level of getting 2k a month that is the level where you shouldn't be niching anything over bang Go for it. Yes, absolutely. It will be one of the best things that you can do. Hey, it's Aiden here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to us if you just took a moment to leave a rating and a review on your preferred podcast player. That way it just helps us grow the show and get it into the ears of more listeners across the world in a non-creepy way. Also, when you're ready to roll, here are three ways that we can help you right now. Number one is to join our free Facebook group. It's called the Magician's Business Group and we're creating the most valuable space on the internet for entertainers that are looking to grow and improve their business. We'd love you to join us inside. So to do that, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you straight there or just pull open Facebook and search for the Magician's Business Group. Number two is to take our new quiz. It'll help you find the biggest opportunity in your entertainment business right now. And in just a few quick questions, you'll be presented with a seven minute breakdown of your biggest opportunity and how you can actually go about tackling that to help increase your entertainment business and boost it completely. In order to take the quiz, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. And we'll be able to get you your results. Number three, momentum. If you'd like to make an extra two grand a month in magic without paying a penny for advertising, we'd love to help you. Our latest coaching program, Momentum, is designed to get you booking gigs every single week for at least £500 so that you can be growing your entertainment business without having to worry about websites or business cards or advertising or any of that kind of stuff. To find out more, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum and we'll send you all of the details.